0: Hey guys, thank you for joining us today. I'm sorry we sent the link out a little bit late, but I'm glad that you were able to join us. It looks like we have a good group today. So, obviously, our topic is mobility why you need it, why you should do it. And I will introduce you guys probably know Meredith, but I'll let you, I'll let her talk about her qualifications in this area in just a minute. But we've actually talked. Um, for a couple of months about doing this as a topic, and in all honesty, we put it off because (laughs) me, Amber, and Ed um, aren't experts in this field, and honestly, it's something that I need in my life, so I think um, I am glad we're having Meredith on here to sort of force the issue, and I hope that those of you who are joining us will um, learn right along beside us. So here's how it works. If you've been on Building Blocks before, you know this. So um, hang tight. But if you haven't joined us uh, before, then this is a little bit about what's gonna happen today. So just a second, we'll introduce ourselves. um, Then we'll spend a little bit of time talking about accomplishments over the past week, um, just cool things to highlight. And then we will get down into the topic of the day. And then um, at the end, we'll have some Q&A. Uh, there is always a cool prize that you'll want to hang out for. So um, it's kind of like a prize for our participation. Um, if you are commenting, asking questions, then Amber will choose someone randomly, and then she will announce what the prize is. But it's somewhat related to our topic, so um, stay tuned for that. And the way that you comment, is there's like a little raised hand you can click on that and then you can type your questions in so who are we um i will go first and i will um have meredith go last um first of all i am susie glassman so i'm always kind of the facilitator on these building blocks calls i've been here since 2015 and i'm super excited we have summer camp next week for the etp train or mainly etp staff um, so I'm excited that we all get together and hopefully come away with just tons and tons of ideas on how
1: we can help you better.
0: Um, Amber, tell us about yourself.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, I've been a coach with ETP for um, a year now. Gosh, that's really fun. And I have three kids. Um, own a CrossFit gym and um, can't wait for you guys to see all the craziness that's going to happen at summer camp next week. Uh, we'll have some great stories, but I'm um, super excited to be here and talk about mobility.
2: Cool. Easy. All right. Ed. All right, guys. So for those that don't know me, I've been with Eat to Perform for about a year and a half now. I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. Uh, just love living a healthy, active lifestyle and excited for this summer camp that's coming up. Should be fun. Yes.
0: All right. Meredith's going to be there, too. So tell us about yourself, Meredith.
3: Okay, I feel like everybody has heard about me, but we'll go we'll go over that. Um, I I do a, so many different things. I wear a lot of hats, but I am a I've been teaching yoga for over 13 years now. I am also a CrossFit coach, and I coach about nine classes a week. CrossFit. I'm a dental hygienist by trade, but I only work one day a week. Um, and then I've been with Eat to Perform. I've been um, as a member since 2015, but I've been coaching since 2016. Um, also really looking forward to summer camp. It will be really, really fun. I have met Susie and some of the others, but I have not met in person, in real life, Brad and Amber and Ed. So really looking forward to that. And we've already been talking about some crazy like, mobility challenges that we're going to video. While we're there, if we <laughs> can convince Paul or Brad to do them, you guys will get a real big kick out of that. And it'll be a lot of fun.
0: For sure, I think uh, hopefully yoga on the beach is one of our um, our items on the agenda. But that's,
3: that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so here's where we talk about what's new with you. We try to keep this short, as I know you guys are really here just for the topic. But I do think it's kind of fun to highlight what's going on in your week. Um, so go ahead and type out something. I, we kind of throw out some to give you to give you time to think about what yours is. Um, I will say, I was thinking about my week, and it has been a little bit crazy. My kids went back to school yesterday, so I think for me, my accomplishment is just getting them off to school excited, happy, and hopefully well-rested, so what about you, Amber?
1: Um, gosh, my my kids made it to school. Um, <laughs> we found all the shoes and Snacks and everything and everybody's alive. I have um, two different schools. So I've got a high school and a middle school that I gotta take my kids to. And they both start at the same time. So it's kind of a shit show in the morning with just get in the car! So okay. that we get everybody to school on time. But we've made it so far. So that's good. Oh, the
0: cool. wind <laughs> Ed, I know you don't have kids, so you can't use that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ed. um but for me yeah so for me i just started packing early for summer camp i always usually wait until the day before to pack so i'm starting to pack so i don't forget anything that's my little non-scale victory this week
0: that's yours and he's driving eight hours to get there so i am uh, at least you can put it all in the car right so yes all right meredith anything for you this
3: week well, I haven't started packing. I'm the last minute packer. But I actually finished, got two of the weeks of the training template done and the videos and stuff all filmed for that. So honestly, that was a huge accomplishment because it's a lot of work, so yeah, that's what it it.
0: Stay tuned for that because Meredith's going to talk a little bit about um, the, uh, I don't know what you're calling it, if it's yoga the or, mobility, or? The mobility training, temp- training, mobility training template, um, which I think is awesome. So she's going to tell you guys more about that um as we go so amber we got a few people commenting here you want to cover those
1: would love to so Alyssa says that she graduated from physical therapy and have been prescribed lifelong yoga oh my goodness i know what a prescription that's great that's like if somebody prescribed me lifelong rest
3: (laughs) well (laughs) you are prescribed lifelong rest it's just whether or not you do it
1: (laughs) Okay, good point. Um, Danielle says she's had success with being consistent with her meal planning with a very busy summer. Gosh, I totally hear you on that. So I plan my meals for this week. And so every night the kids come home, they're like, what's for dinner? It's like, well, it's in the fridge. Just like find something and heat it up. That would be great. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Liz has avoided all the sugary snacks at work. During a super stressful work week. Good job, buddy. Marilyn had a family reunion and prepared food that fit in her macro needs, but could share with all. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, way to be super prepared. That's really cool. Um, Elizabeth is two weeks into each of her form. And um, oh my gosh, Kathy did a snatch balance at 95 pounds this morning. Girl, that's really tough. I know, I know exactly. about and that is ba good job holy smokes um a couple others so sabrina is new to eat to perform and hitting greens at a girl and dawn says (laughs) back to school drama already a fifth grade boy and eighth grade girl drama and may not survive the teenagers girl you just wait okay i mean it's (laughs) It's it's epic. It just every day is drama. Here's here. Let me just impersonate. Here are my kids. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like
1: every day. That's their face every day. It's fantastic.
3: (laughs) Oh,
1: my God all right Susie. so let's kick this off here we go
0: yeah cool i did see becky she's one of my assignees um i hope that you get released back to activity too so good luck um, on monday with the appointment with your doctor so just wanted to add that all right what is mobility i'm gonna have meredith expand on this but just to kind of mm-hmm. go over what's on the slide so it's basically the ability to move a joint through its full range of motion with control So think of it like a door and it's on a hinge. And if you can go from open to close without any resistance, then that joint has full mobility. But uh, Meredith talk a little bit more about what mobility means to you.
3: So the other thing I'd like to add with that, I think that's a really good description without resistance, but also without pain, Um, you want to be able to have your joints move without pain. Um, Anytime that there is some sort of hurt or ache or, or pain, that's something that needs to be worked out because your body's trying to tell you something, whether it's, this is really tight, or there's an injury, or pain is in our body for a reason, obviously. Um, and just because it hurts, sometimes it's not the, you know, just rub some salt in it or chalk in it type of a, type of a thing. We've got to, um, you want to be able to move without pain. Um, so that is part of the mobility piece being able to move fluidly and um, pain-free
0: um, cool and I know we're, we'll get into a little bit more about the things that um, can improve once you get that full range of motion so I know right. um, your lifts can improve
3: um, you know just if- a lot of things I mean yeah we'll get into that a lot of things can improve not just lifts I mean as far as training goes your lifts your gymnastics and all of that is going to improve but think about just daily daily life I mean um, your um, mobility just being able to walk or run or pick things up or reach for things or just even as a parent here's something I always found sitting in a car and you've got something behind you and you need to reach and get something behind you or hand a child something or if you don't have that that mobility or flexibility in your shoulder you can actually hurt your shoulder doing that I mean that's something just very real life for for a parent you know something like that I and mean, that's
0: yeah right and i think that we all relate mobility to getting older so like you know you see your parents or your grandparents um aren't really able to get up off the floor as easily or get out of a car as easily all those things but i don't think it's just meant for you know older i think there's things we can do now there's, there's a
3: story that i'll tell real quick um when i was pregnant with my daughter i was gosh six and a half almost seven months pregnant And fortunately, I had just gotten done doing a yoga class and I had come home and um, I fell down the stairs. I slipped and fell down the stairs. And um, because (laughs) I'm really balanced and graceful on a yoga mat. I am pretty (laughs) otherwise. (laughs) But I slipped and fell down the stairs and um, ended up with my leg back behind me on the stairs and everything. And nothing tore. Baby was fine. Um, My butt was a little sore because it hit the stair but other than that and the doctor very much attributed that to the fact that I was really nice and loose and limber and um, Mobile so, you know, as we get older and you run the risk of falling and all these other things and just things like that in life You can prevent injury injury prevention if you're um, mobile
0: Yeah, for sure Um, so let's talk about lifestyle and and the things that lead us to um, become (laughs) inflexible uh, if that's a word unflexible i don't know um and i'm gonna hand this one over to you
2: all right so basically if you are sitting a lot and you're just not activating those muscle groups um, so for instance if you're sitting and you have a desk job um, your hip flexors might get tight Um, that's just because they they might become stiff or spasm Um, i know for if i do heavy deadlifts and if i do not activate or stretch or do mobility training for my hips, uh, such as the, uh, resistance dead bug stretch, uh, where you use a resistance band and then you're laying on your back and you bring your knees up parallel to your hips to, to the ground and you ex- extend out your one leg to the ground, um, while keeping the other one stable. That'll help strengthen your hip flexors. So. Um, you could have a lot of pain with your hip flexors if you're not activating your hip flexors because they just become weak because of the inactivation. Same thing with your hamstrings and glutes. They also become weak just because of not activating them. Uh, oftentimes if you're just sitting around too, your shoulders will hunch forward just because you know, that's just normal for a lot of people. They'll be hunched over and that can mess up your posture. And certainly we don't want that. So. Um, you can also lose muscle function, uh, from just the lack of movement and develop an abnormal walking gait too. So that's some reasons why, uh, you definitely need to add in mobility training if you have a sedentary lifestyle.
3: Can I add a thing, something to that?
2: Yes, please do.
3: So, um, a good example here is, um, with your hip flexors, um, sitting, I just got back from a trip that we were 54 and a half hours in a car. That was our driving time 3300 miles and I hurt like my hip flexors were so tight and I actually ended up having uh, pulling my hamstring and um, a lot of it, it got worse because of sitting in the car and having that hip flexor tight so it's been I've been back two weeks and it's taken me two weeks to work that out to get to where I feel like it's better because of 54 hours in a car but think about if you work a 40-hour work week and you sit all day at a desk I don't normally do that that was really extended long for me if you work at a desk and you sit at a desk for 40 hours every week for 52 weeks of the year that's a lot of hours sitting and um, yeah you're gonna tighten that up you're gonna have issues with your hamstrings and glutes and just be more prone to injury and then not have the mobility to train and do the things you want to do so doing some hip flexor stretches opening exercises which we have in our training template. I actually just filmed a hip flexor opener with a foam roller. I filmed that this morning and posted it in the in our templates. So I just actually went over all of this in that video this morning.
0: Oh, great! Yeah, and if you think about it, um, if you have a long commute, so if you drive to work for an hour each way, um, even half an hour each way, if you you know sitting on a on a train or um, you know however it is that you get to work, uh, that can also contribute to these you know tight. Tighten hip flexors, and then obviously like your hamstrings and all of that. So, and I know we constantly see this, like the rounding forward of the shoulders makes you lose kind of that 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 ability to reach behind you like Meredith was talking
3: well, about. Well, and it tightens your your um, your pecs so as you come forward. It shortens your pec muscle, I guess is a better word. Um, and so those get really tight. So when you try to open those up, or we try to make ourselves do something like an overhead squat or something, this is so tight and it will pull on that attachment, that bicep attachment, and people who have problems with their shoulder right here in the front where it hurts all the way down, um, a lot of times it's a it's a pec issue. It's because it's tightness here that's pulling this all over. So yeah, and that's from hunching over and sitting like this. Yeah,
0: and I think, I mean, if, I forget the percentage, but, but the percentage of people with back issues, okay. um, just gigantic, <laughs> so, um, and a lot of that is just based on our lifestyle, right? So, um, yeah. Meredith, I think, I'll hold off, but I, when we get into kind of the kind of things you can do to improve your lifestyle, but as far as like, so you know you're sitting, and you know you're gonna sit for a long time, what kinds of things can you do through the day to help um, that aren't necessarily like a, you know, a half hour of uh, pure oh, stretching?
3: Yeah, absolutely, just like even an hour every day, like, or not every day, not an hour, <laughs> every hour that you're sitting, <laughs> like set <a>, up, um, <clears throat> Set an alarm on your watch or your phone or something just to get up and move first of all just move and stretch that out but there are a lot of different stretches you can do um should i show it i don't know yeah, I, see <laughs> that. I don't know can you see that so if i back up far enough something where you're standing I'm, I'm kneeling but if you're standing and you just reach back for your you know balance on something can't balance on my knee reach <laughs> back for your foot pull that towards your hip and then take your knee down just like that, help stretch that hip flexor and open that up. You can do that for 30 seconds on each side, just opening that up. Obviously I would recommend stand, can you see me a oh, stand, there you go. Standing <laughs> like this would be better to open that up. Something like that for 30 seconds on each side, every hour is gonna help you keep that open during the day.
0: Yeah, very cool. I know I have a, well, and just my Apple watch does it. Um, at the 50 minutes after the hour it be gives me a like a signal to get up and move around so that's something that um, you can easily do or if you have a watch like that just um, you know when it beeps don't ignore it (laughs) get up walk around for a minute and then do a a quick few stretches so very cool Um, all right so why should we work on mobility
2: Uh, well Meredith kind of touched on this but injury prevention so if you have like tight or shortening of the pec muscle, for instance, and you're trying to do overhead press, um, or you have really tight hip flexors and you're trying to lift heavy, you're going to potentially hurt yourself even more, uh, cause more injury to the um, inactivated muscle group. So that's one of the reasons why you want to do that. Also to prevent the lack of functional movement as you age. So if that's kneeling over to grab something, if that's reaching to grab something from a high cabinet uh, something along the lines of that, um, and then it increases the range of motion for lifts. Um, so maybe it's a snatch, maybe it's a clean and jerk, um, something along the lines of that. So, um, and it'll help with um, better walking and running gait. So if you don't have tight hip flexors, you're not going to have maybe a, a limp if that's really irritating you. So um, there's some that's some reasons why I'm sure Meredith could add to this, uh, but. That's kind of what I wanted to touch on on this side.
3: Um, I touch on this a little bit, I think, in um, in the intro video that Brad posted today on the inner or the the community page. But I was always taught in all the training and everything that I did that as we age, if we want to move um, the way we want to move and do the way do the things that we want to do and live the lifestyle that we want to live, as far as you know, if you want to go hike. Walk the Great Wall of China or if you want to just go walk around, um, I don't know, Paris or I don't know, hike in your backyard with your grandkids. Or I mean in your by backyard I mean like the woods or something. <laughs> I mean, your grandkids or, you know, whatever it may be. Um well maybe just your backyard. I don't know what your backyard looks like but um, if you want to do all those things there's four areas that you need to work and that's of course cardiovascular and strength to make sure you have the cardiovascular endurance and the muscle to do those things but also you need to work flexibility and balance and that's because um, you're going to again prevent injury you're just going to be able to move better you see I, i can't tell you how many people i see even in my in my dental practice you know you see these older people come in you know, with canes and really hunched over and they can they can just barely move and getting in and up out of a dental chair is a difficult task for them and getting in and out of a car is hard um we don't want i don't want that i don't want to be um at a point where it's hard for me to get in and out of a, a vehicle or in and out of bed i mean you hear people talk about it just being hard to get in and out of bed getting out of bed is a squat you know standing standing to sitting using the You know, using the restroom or something. You just don't want to, um, you want to be able to have a nice functional life, and you can't do that if you're not working mobility. And then, of course, if you're training, anything with training, absolutely. Um, If you want to be able to do gymnastic stuff, um, you're not going to be able to do muscle-ups if you can't get your shoulder here. (laughs) I mean, you're never going to be able to get up on a ring if you have no shoulder mobility. Um, Handstand walks are going to be really hard if you don't have Some mobility in your shoulders um things like you know things like that but um, also I have people that have really worked on ankle mobility that um, have done it and then they'll roll their ankle and they don't they don't really sprain it or anything they roll it because they've got the mobility in their ankle that they don't it's you know there you go back to injury prevention stuff like that so I guess just so we can live the life we want to live yeah and I am
0: I know from a while back and so the, the three biggest predictors, I mean, of, of having a long life, right? Yeah. Um, you know, outside of, you know, things, genetic things or disease that are out of your control, um, are your VO2 max, your leg strength, and then your lean body mass. And VO2 max is just referring to, to your cardiovascular health and then leg strength because the thing that happens to people when they get older is they fall right so that's what is talking about your balance foot
3: speed too i think wasn't that in there like foot speed yeah. how quickly you can move your feet to catch you if you fall
0: yeah i don't know i hadn't heard that but that that would make sense so yeah so you want to be able to or if you fall you can pick yourself back up um but you think about when somebody falls and breaks a hip and then the next thing they're in the nursing home and then everything just kind of goes out the window so um we do need to keep up. our leg strength and part of leg strength is is walking lunging squatting Um, and then just the balance work, um, standing on one foot, you know, those sorts of things. Um, so it doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 40 or if you're 60, I think these are all things that we can, we can add to our routine now. Um, and I'm sure Meredith would completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, okay. So Amber, let's talk about what kinds of things can we do to, to fix the issues that we currently have?
1: Sure. So you want to consult a professional like a coach or trainer, physical therapist, um, exercise, physiologist before engaging in mobility programs. I know in my gym, um, one of um, the things that a common scenario, somebody walks in they're like, Hey, I saw this video on YouTube. It's so great. Here's how I can, you know, improve my mobility. And it's like, dude, you don't have that issue. That's an awesome video. Dig that you were watching it not applicable to you so you want to consult someone to figure out what is appropriate for you in order for you to find benefit in doing that uh, mobility whatever that is Uh, you want to make sure so make sure that uh the exercise movement and pattern you're about to start is safe and beneficial for your body for your current range of motion and that it's personalized for you but it's not just some random thing that you saw and just looked really cool.
3: Meredith, do you have thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, if you don't have any issues with your, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, if you don't have issues with something, it's not bad to work on it, but that may not be where you want to focus all of your, your time and energy. I mean, when you work mobility, honestly, you need to work full body whether um, you have shoulder issues or not. If you're not working on shoulder mobility, you you can end up with shoulder mobility problems because you don't work on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but again, if your video that you watched, you come in and it's how to do, a um, there's this thing called an octopus walk or a floating scorpion. Um, there's probably a few other things, which <clears throat> we're gonna have some challenges in our template and those might be in there and I may make you guys do them at summer camp. Just saying. Um, <laughs> doesn't sound fun? <laughs> but if if you can't squat without keeping with and keep your chest high you don't need to be worrying about doing these octopus walks because you probably don't have the, the flexibility to do that. You need to be working on things that are going to help your squat or your you know whether it's ankle mobility or hip, hip issues or whatever. So and then just to make sure that you don't really truly have an injury. So the biggest thing that I want everybody to understand is, if you have pain and it's getting worse, or it is not improving or getting better, there, you can't just stretch that away. Always, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't. It's definitely a good idea to um, seek professional um, opinion on that and see if there's an injury, because um, if you've torn something, all the stretching in the world is not going to make that better. Yeah, and sometimes
0: seeing um, a physician or somebody over an issue can point you in the right direction. Like I know my husband was having trouble um, with some some nerve pain going down his back, of his arm, and shoulder, and and so one of the simple suggestions was he needs he needs to get a better pillow because um, his neck was <laughs> you know on his pillow, but also stretches and things like that. So I mean that's something that someone who has a little bit more awareness like that can also help with in addition to you know a. Nice
1: but I would also add that there has to be some consistency to this piece. What drives oh. me bananas in my gym is we go through this. Here are some suggestions. You know, here are some tools. And this is, you know, we've done an assessment, and you know, here's your plan. And they're like, okay, cool. And you never see them do it. Then all of a sudden, you know, the day comes up, and they've got to do some overhead squat, or they got to do something, and then they're like, man, I just can't get in that position. Uh. Hey brother, you've been doing your exercises? No? Okay, cool, that's why. So you've gotta be consistent, just like you would with any other activity, whether it's you know walking, running, or you're biking, or you're doing your CrossFit, or your Orange Theory, or whatever it is, in order to see some results, there has to be
3: consistent
1: attention to that plan
3: for you. Right which is why we developed the training templates. So when Paul came to me and asked me to do this, that was very much what he said. He's like, isn't the benefit doing it regularly? And absolutely. I mean, the benefit of yoga is practicing yoga because it's, I always say that you're practicing yoga. You're never a yoga expert. I'll never call myself a yoga expert because I'm continually to practice yoga. I continue to, to get better at it and to improve, but you have to, to, you get better by doing it. That's why it's called the practice of yoga and mobility would be the same way. So that's what the template is. Um, I'll touch on that real briefly, if that's okay, right here. We have a, um, it's a 12 week template where, um, for five days of the week, I'm giving you either a yoga video to do or some very specific, like a very specific yoga, um, video that focuses on one body part, like your ankles or your IT band or shoulders or lower back, something like that. And then I'll do another video that really focuses on doing some mobility work with other things, which I know goes into the next slide. So I'm sorry, Amber stepping on you, but we'll do um, a video with, um, using like a foam roller or some mobility balls or some bands and stuff that really help mobility. So, but you can't just, you're not going to be able to just say, Oh, Hey, my IT band's hurting, or my, you know, I think I've got IT band issues. Let me go find the one on IT band and do that one time and have it um, work for you. Granted, you may not have time to do something every single, you may not think, sorry, you may not think you have time to do something every single day, but that's kind of how we have set up this template so that there you are able to do something every single day and really work the mobility on that.
0: So how long are your videos typically on average? So
3: they're gonna range. Um, I have one hour yoga sessions where you get a one hour full yoga class. Um, There's a couple power yoga in there. There's a recovery yoga that's an hour. There's a beginner one that's an hour. I've got a couple 30 minute ones. But the ones where I'm dealing with just your, um, your bands and your foam rollers or your area specific ones are pretty much anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. So those are definitely something that you can do. And how I, um, like for instance today, the video that I filmed for hip flexors today, was, it was only six, a six minute video, but I just showed you what to do on one side. And you're gonna have to take that and do it on the other side as well. So it's gonna round out to about 20 minutes um, of mobility work a day. And um, that, I think that's very doable for most people. I hope people go ahead and take the yoga classes and practice that because you're gonna get a full body mobility in doing those for an hour. Well,
0: I think it's very cool that you can do this at home because I, you can do this while you're watching television in the evening. You can throw on the video. I, my gym and maybe a lot of you found this too, uh, CrossFit's very into Romwad. And so yeah. you can do the Romwad videos at my gym, but it's like after you've done an hour CrossFit class, who wants to stay and then do another 30 to 45 minutes of Romwad. It was, it was actually kind of funny cause like the first week, the Ramwad was huge. Everybody was doing it, and then by week two, everyone's like, I don't have time for this. So right. I think it's very cool that you can do it at home and while you're, you know, while you while you watch your favorite show, or, you know,
3: um, and, there's, and there's even benefit doing it before bed because you're going to get some of the relaxation and the the deeper breathing and just the coming down in your muscles. You know, even some of the not just the yoga, but the um, just even some of the mobility work is going to help before bed. So.
0: Yeah. And I think that's cool, too, because my, my kids actually, my, my son's second grade teacher is a yoga teacher. And so she would incorporate some yoga stretches into the day in their classroom. Um, So I kind of feel like if my kids had that at home, I, I guarantee you they would probably do this
3: with me. <laughs> um, a, little treat, a little treat that I have on the sixth day of each template, there's um, going to be like a 10-minute relaxation video and a 10-minute like breathing video that I've done. So those, those are nice just because you can those whatever. yeah
0: what about you amber i know you run
1: a gym um you have any thoughts on this um we've tried ramwad had the same experience that you did um but honestly at the end of the day mobility is not sexy uh, i mean it's it is super needed it's it's just kind of, it's like vegetables okay not everybody loves them but you need to eat them they're good for you same idea so I love to talk about mobility, love it, love it. Absolutely gets me jazzed when people come in early to work on mobility or implement um, suggestions or things that we've talked about to address their specific needs. Um, but it it drives me nuts when people you know, want to get better in the middle of a workout. You know, it's like, right. dude, that's not gonna happen. So um, in CrossFit, uh there's a lot of opportunity um to address a large audience on mobility and help um it's just not sexy but it is super needed <laughs> oh, i am offended. I think my
3: videos are pretty no, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry i was being funny don't comment on that anybody sorry <laughs>
0: hey dan's on this so dan please-
3: don't
0: don't comment on that don't okay how can we Um, fix our issues (laughs) okay (laughs) yes so um yeah amber um i think we kind of hit on these stretches yoga bands these are all the things that meredith will take you through bands are super cheap you can pick up at um, any sort of sporting store amber's got
3: some she's got props they're bands i also have i left mine at the gym i forgot to bring them home for this i apologize wasn't as prepared but i've got i'm going to be using like big like mobility the bands that you would use wow. to assist with pull-ups yeah um i'm gonna i've got some videos they'll be doing that are actually i would do in the gym and you put them around the rig mm-hmm. and you can use those to stretch shoulders and you can use those to help with hip flexors and stuff too so those bands are great um it's not on the slide but Yeah, Amber's holding them up. I am too. I have the the lacrosse balls. (laughs) Lacrosse balls, and then this is a little bit bigger. It's more the size of a softball. I got it on. It's it's actually called a yoga ball. But um, it's just a little soft. It has a little more give, I guess, than the lacrosse ball. But I use these a lot um, in the videos. And then, of course, foam roller. I'm sitting on mine. So (laughs) foam roller. And there's all different um, sizes and kinds. You can get the kinds with the grooves and everything. but. yeah. Sorry, Amber.
0: <laughs> Did you show my- <laughs> Amber, I can't see it, so I don't know if you showed them all.
1: Yes. So all of those are fantastic. They're not expensive. You can purchase them off Amazon. they are they're great. I bought my um, lacrosse balls at the sports store here in town. You can buy a little pack of two. Um, you know, for ten bucks, it's nothing big. So these are fantastic. Uh, manipulatives that you can have at home don't take up a lot of space it's not like a rower you know you gotta have this huge area for it I mean a little little space for these things that pack a big punch to help you just feel better move better and put you in a better position to
3: do whatever it is you want to do throughout the day do you guys answer questions now I've never done the building blocks with you guys so I always do with Paul and we don't answer questions so do you guys answer questions now or at the end you simply do it at
0: the end. And okay. I see there's already some questions coming in. So yeah. um, I mean, they start starting with a list of when we get there. But, we'll yeah, we'll take your questions in just a minute. Um,
3: but I have a question about the foam roller. So really, what is the purpose of the foam roller? So the foam roller is hard. I mean, it's got a little bit of give to it. But then it's got a hard core right here. So the things you can do with the hard, basically, it's to help you roll out muscles um, and joints. Well, not joints necessarily that's not really but muscles tendons fascia things like that um it helps you roll those out um in a manner that's not um as maybe hard as like smashing with the barbell does that make sense
1: mm-hmm. yes. yeah we'll
3: smash with the barbell
1: yeah. we do that or um a kettlebell
3: yeah i like okay. the kettlebell i have to i have to say there's going to be some kettlebell stuff just in that i'm going to throw out there in case people have access to a kettlebell if you don't have access to some of this stuff um that's okay in the training template but i will throw some out there just in case people have that and want to try it i like the kettlebell um i actually like the handle of the kettlebell i'll dig that up into my flexor um or my
1: my we we use the analogy in the gym if you think about a rubber band and you tie knots okay so if you pull that rubber band you're just pulling that knot really really tight so it's not helping the knot still in that rubber band but if we can dig into that knot and loosen it up and undo it, then you can stretch that rubber band further. So using the tools that we're talking about um, and all the things that you're going to
3: show us are going to help
0: do that. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That and the makes cool
3: sense. Is just, it's a little, it's, there's a little more give to it. It's a little softer. It's maybe a little bit more um, forgiving on your body. I say that, but it can still hurt like hell. It can still hurt. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Um, Well,
0: cool. Well, hang tight, guys. We got to, this video is like three, just over three minutes. Um, I'm going to show you this real quick, and then we'll get to your questions.
3: Hi, guys. I'm Meredith Delamar, and I'm one of the coaches here at Eat to Perform, and welcome to the mobility training course. Um, I just wanted to give you a quick overview of what this course is and a little bit of background um, about myself and then why why we're doing it. So first, I um, have been a yoga instructor for over 13 years, and I also coach CrossFit. And I'm an athlete myself. I do all sorts of different different things, and I have found a lot of benefit in doing mobility and yoga supplementing my training. And we wanted to bring that to you guys, because mobility is a very, very um, important part of your training and of life. We should be able to, if we wanna move the way we wanna move as we get older, we need to work strength and cardio, but also flexibility and balance. And this, this training course is going to really work on the mobility and the balance piece, but it's also going to help with injury prevention. It's going to help you improve some of your, Um, some of your training, if you're working on different lifts and you struggle with mobility issues in your ankles or your shoulders or your hips, this is going to really help with that as well. So we wanted to bring this to you guys and um, if you're here, I'm guessing you also think that mobility is important or something that you need in your life. So how this is going to go? There will be a lot of yoga um, involved with the mobility training course because that's my background and there will be different yoga videos to do some of them will be ones that i have filmed prior to this in the past when i had a website called the yoga athlete and those are my videos we have rights to them but they'll be ones that i've done before but then i'm also filming um things as we go forward and i've worked on some newer stuff so there will be all sorts of different things for you to um resources for you to have as we do this i'm also going to have different sessions with like a mobility wall or Um, bands or uh, foam rollers. So there'll be different, we'll work on those different pieces of mobility. And then also there'll be some very area specific, like sometimes it'll be just for ankles or for hips or shoulders, things like that. I also will throw in a little bit of breathing and relaxation. And then um, each week I'm gonna have a mobility challenge that I post. And if you want to record that and post it in our groups, It'll be fun to kind of see you guys work on those challenges as we go. Um, As we go along, if you have any questions um, about anything, how something should be done, or if you're struggling with something specific that maybe I can help with, then don't hesitate to hit me up with um, a message or in one of the Facebook groups, and I'll be more than happy to answer that for you. I'm really looking forward to doing this course with you, um, and it's been a lot of fun for me preparing for it and I hope you guys find the benefit of it um, in your training and then just in your, in your, in your life. So thank you for being here and I hope you enjoy it.
0: All right. Let me pull this back up. Cool. Um, okay. So summary, uh, so obviously mobility is important for everyone, athletes and non athletes, like your children, your husband, your spouse, your significant other, your parents, um, and then helps you develop awareness of your patterns, ache pains, aches and pains uh, and then makes you more aware of, of that prolonged sitting. So start slow um, consult a reputable source and most importantly just get started. So this is the link to the training vault. Um, super easy just eatperform.com/training hyphen vault if you want to take a look at that um, again there is a there's a cost um, I think a three month, uh, like you pay once and it lasts for three months, costs associated with that. So, I don't want the cost to hold you back if you want to, um, you know, look into other options. Uh, most of all, we just encourage you to do some sort of mobility work. So, let's get into the questions. Uh, typically, we have Amber read these off and then we'll, we'll shoot them off to Meredith or whoever can answer.
1: Sure, so Susie, real quick, Becky asked, How does she change the screen to see everyone? She's only watching Ed. No, I don't, don't know. It's like, don't, I, don't know, honestly, I don't know. How do we see everybody?
0: <laughs> sorry, she's just looking at Ed this whole time.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Becky. I don't know. Uh, okay, all right, I didn't know if there was a quick fix. Okay, so. Um, the first question from Alyssa says, any particular things to watch out for if
3: you stand at work all day?
1: Yes, yeah, so I we talked about
0: sitting, but, what standing, Meredith?
3: Um, absolutely, so when you're standing all day, um, I guess it would depend on the kind of standing, but that's when you wanna focus on that's your back You need to work on some mobility in your back same thing shoulders even standing all day it's really hard to stand upright like this we find ourselves slumping as we stand as well um but we can also what i find when people stand all day is they'll shift their weight and they'll lean from one side to the other and so where they've got all the weight on one side or one foot or one hip and vice versa so if you're standing all day and you mainly shift that weight to one side you're going to start to have issues in the hip on the one side um, that you're putting all the weight on. And so, and then again, tightening up of, you know, um, hip flexors and stuff on the side that you aren't putting the weight on. So definitely if you're standing all day, make sure you're shifting weight back and forth evenly trying to stand even obviously would be better. But if that's uncomfortable, then shifting back and forth. Um, and then watch your ankles because having your, if you're standing without moving, walking is a different thing, but if you're standing without moving, then you're going to want to work on some ankle mobility for the same reason if that joint is in the same position for extended periods of time, you're gonna have shortening of muscles and tightening of tendons and ligaments and stuff.
1: Good point. All right, so yeah. Um, So Dan says, here's a real example. I have a T-spine that is ossified. It can neither rotate nor flex or extend, so my lumbar spine and shoulders must compensate. I therefore needed more than average mobility to be able to do that compensation.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, if you have an injury or a, um, that's a good example, Dan. If you have an injury or a condition like that where you can't, yeah, you've got to really work that lower back and your shoulders so um, that your um, T-spine doesn't have to move the way that it would for a normal person, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I agree. Sometimes we compensate in ways we aren't aware of. So if you are tight in, an, in a certain area and you go to do a lift, like you may be um, off balance or not symmetrical or something, but you, like, you won't even know that because the body is so good at compensating for those things. So your quads might be taking over when you should be using your hamstrings and your glutes um, and, and you won't even notice, but you're wondering, you know, I'm working on my quads, but why aren't they growing? Um, that can be that can be
3: something if you found that Meredith Yeah, um, and I also it's funny and so I I'm super flexible. I this is one thing I want to point out real quick. I Was born naturally flexible. So some you may never be as flexible as I am naturally, but you can um, improve your own flexibility and um, Mobility, but I am so flexible that I can't feel my hamstrings like I can do a deadlift um, And not ever engage my hamstrings and never feel them. I know that sounds silly, but So I would compensate just, I know it sounds silly, but compensate a little bit and roll forward on my toes so I could feel my quads. And I was doing it in my squats too. And I didn't even realize, and I ended up with some weak hamstrings and glutes because I couldn't feel them. So I've been really um, working, and it was someone saw me, a coach saw me shift. I didn't ever lift my heels in the squat, but I just shifted my weight forward. And so I have great quads, but my hamstring and glutes are suffering. So um, I've had to work that. So your body, I didn't even realize I was compensating like that. And um, so you have to work all of it. That makes sense? Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, Amber. Um, Elizabeth asked, what are the best times for use of a foam roller versus bands versus stretching? Are any more effective before working out versus after working out?
3: Meredith? Um. Yeah, Amber and I actually were talking about this a little bit before the um, before mm-hmm. the podcast here. Um, we definitely before a workout, you want you're not as warm, your body's not as warm. So real long static deep hold stretches isn't necessarily going to be um, your your friend because you don't want to pull anything, you don't want to over stretch something. Um, I love personally love to use bands, foam rollers and mobility balls all three before a workout just to kind of roll out any tightness that's built up um, from the last time I worked out or just from getting out of bed or sitting you know, all day or whatever that may be. I like that before I work out because then my muscles are ready to stretch. They're ready to move. So I think using bands, foam rollers, mobility balls, anything like that before or more of a dynamic type of a stretching where you're moving is going to be beneficial, more beneficial before you work out and I don't necessarily think that a foam roller as opposed to a band as opposed to a mobility bar, ball is better It kind of depends on what exactly you are needing to work on if that makes sense or what is tight or what's hurting Um, But after your workout, that's when you really want to get into some of those nice deep stretches um, To kind of work out some of that um, just to keep everything loose and mobile and that is when your flexibility will improve so when you're already warm and you start stretching out those muscles, then they're not just gonna snap right back like a rubber band. Does that make sense? They're gonna they're gonna kind of stretch out and um, stay that way a little longer.
1: Yeah, so we do that in my gym. We do a lot of dynamic stuff in the warm-up. warmup. Um, and then afterwards, so I, I use the analogy of a rubber band again. So take a rubber band that you put in the fridge or the freezer and then stretch it. And it's gonna snap. Okay, it's more likely to snap or break. Versus you take a rubber band, put it in your hot, sweaty little hand, and then stretch it. And you're more likely to not break it um, and actually get um, some length out of that. So doing those deep stretches after the workouts are always
3: encouraged. Yeah. And using that same analogy, if you take that frozen rubber band and you just kind of work it and gently massage it or roll it out, then it'll thaw out and roll and stretch more. Her, so that's reducing the, the band. Hand. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so this is one thing I was going to touch on earlier. Um, and when we talked about, Ed talked a lot about sitting. And if you have a job that um, you're at a desk or that kind of thing, stand up desks are quite the rage right now. Um, and Danielle asks Does a standing desk mitigate some of the effects of sitting all the time? or what about a ball chair so you know those big um, mobility balls that you can um sit on instead of just a chair so
3: meredith what do you think of that the standing desk absolutely mitigates some of that um because you're not shortening that hip flexor so um but again, going back to if you're just standing and it's not like a walking desk, then make sure you're concentrating on how you shift your weight like we talked about earlier and making sure you're moving your ankles and that kind of thing. The stability ball, honestly, it's, it you, you have the same issues that you do with a chair because you're still sitting and it's still that sitting motion and your hip is still at that 90-degree um, angle. So you're still going to get some of the issues. What a stability ball works a little bit more is, um, your core, you know, you're going to work core a little bit. You're going to work your back muscles. It's going to maybe help you sit up straighter and taller, that kind of thing. But as far as your your hips go, you still have the same issues as sitting. So I would still get up and move and do some stretches on that. Gotcha. All
1: right. So Becky, Daniel says there should be an arrow in the bottom of the right hand corner of Ed's screen and you can shrink Ed so you can see the rest of us. (laughs) There you go. Or just keep it. I don't know. All right. So, next question is from Mary, and Mary, this is a great one. If you've never done yoga, how do you know if the instructor
3: is any good? Um, you know, here's the thing about yoga. Just doing it, no matter um, how good the instructor is or what type of yoga, we talked about there are hundreds of different types of yoga, and it's very subjective on like my version of vinyasa flow may be very different than someone else's version of vinyasa Flow. so it's very subjective but if you're doing it and you're moving even as long as it's safe um i think when you talk about instructors you um as long as they're not having you do things above and beyond your ability to do so if you walk into a class and they're like all right i don't care how long you've been doing this everybody's going to do this pose and i'm going to make you do it and you might question that, does that make sense? But I think in general, it doesn't matter if the yoga instructor's the best in the world or just starting and not know everything. It's just, the pra- again, the practice of yoga and moving through. And um, that would be, and if you've never taken yoga before, maybe you need to start with the training template. I have a beginner yoga and I kind of explain and go through them pretty good. And I'm, I think I'm a pretty decent instructor. So, um, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but you know, maybe start and then um, then go out and explore some other other options. Awesome. So Elizabeth asks,
1: are bands okay to use for hip flexors post C-section?
3: Yes. Um, how it would depend on how far post C-section. Um, if we're talking, you're not in your six weeks or two months, then. I wouldn't be doing much of anything as far as um, stretching hip flexors with bands. I would just be doing some stretches because I myself had a C-section and um, I remember every all those muscles they pulled and that, that hip flexor would pull on that C-section scar and those muscles that had been, those um, <clears throat> that traverse abdominis that's sliced in half. I mean, it really starts to pull that. So yes, they are okay to use with some um, discretion, depending on how far out of the C-section that you are. And then again, of course with the okay from your doctor. If you're not okay to work out yet, no, I would say no, absolutely not. Um, if you're you know a few months out or um, and you're start, you're working out and you can do some of those stretches, then absolutely just be careful if it starts to pull and starts to hurt your abdomen, that's too far and stop.
1: So uh, Marilyn asks, um, she's super excited for the vault to be open I know me too. Um, is it possible to do too much, uh, to to do too much mobility? It sounds like, um,
3: everything can be done too much. Let's be honest. I mean, we can be, we can overkill on every, every, even the best thing in the world. Too much of a very good thing is, can be bad. Um, I really tried to do the. The training template so that it isn't overkill and obsessive and can be used in supplement with the other things She may actually be asking. Is it too much to do all of the training templates at once? (laughs) Do Uh, April's and mine and Brad's Yeah, yeah, it could be um, we really did the mobility to be used um, in addition to to something that either you're already doing whether it be CrossFit or Orange Theory or Brad's template or April's template or whatever we used it to be Um, kind of set it up to be in conjunction with that because of every all the reasons we already talked about but um, yeah I really think that it could if that's what you're asking yes definitely too much of a good thing is still too much gotcha
1: so Julie asks with chronic problems is it more appropriate to prioritize mobility in these areas over getting my 10k steps or overall cardio I want to maximize the benefits for the little time I have available throughout
3: the day. Um, that's, a, that's a little bit of a more complicated answer because yes, it's very important if you're having issues, like you said, you've got chronic bursitis in, um, in your hip. If you're having issues, then definitely you need to work on that because um, chronic bursitis in your hip can affect you getting your 10,000 steps a day um, and your cardio because you know if you're doing anything that involves the hip joint with cardio besides maybe swimming you're gonna have um, it's gonna hurt so yeah definitely um, improving the mobility should take priority but you don't want your 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 cardio to suffer in um, as well so it's, it's kind of a more complicated question maybe find a way to maybe you're working on mobility two or three days a week and still getting as much of the cardio as you can um, but maybe if you don't quite get that 10k steps those day that's okay because you worked mobility but then the other days of the week you focus more on that that's kind of how I would do it I would um, give myself like three days that I really made mobility more of my priority as opposed to the cardio
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say too, especially if you have limited time. I mean, don't feel like you have to go from zero to 100 overnight. If you want to add this in twice a week, um, maybe you yeah. can do it on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but don't feel like all of a sudden you have to go from, I don't do any mobility, so now I'm going to do it seven days a week. So find a way that you can get, get them into your life um, in a way that's appropriate for you. Um, and then, you know, every little bit.
1: So Sabrina asks, if is yoga beneficial if you aren't good at doing it? I'm not flexible, so some positions I can't do. Is it beneficial anyways?
2: This yes. is my
3: favorite question. This yes. is my favorite question. Because I have a saying in my gym and people, one of my clients, Owen, I'll say, Owen, what do we say? And he just rolls his eyes at me. But um, my saying is everybody needs a little yoga in their life. Okay. Because we do. Everybody does. So, yes, it is beneficial. The benefit of yoga is the continual practice of doing yoga. Even if your position isn't perfect, even if there are some positions that you cannot do, you will see a benefit. And the more you do it, my guess is you can't do it. You don't feel like you can. You can't get into the position, so you quit. And you just don't do it. Well, it's not working. I'm not going to do it. But if you would continue to do it, um, you would definitely see the benefit and you would see some of those positions, that flexibility increase, and you'd be able to um, get into some of those positions. I mean, that,
1: just, that just goes back to the consistency. You do it you know, once or twice and you're like, okay, this isn't working for me. Well, right. you, you've got to do it more than once or twice.
3: So that would, that would be like saying, okay, I ran a mile and I didn't lose any weight, so I'm not gonna run anymore. <laughs> I mean know seriously or oh i did a crossfit class um one time but um i can't i i can't lift 100 pounds so or i can't i can't bench press 100 pounds so i'm not going to do it anymore because i did it one time or you know vice versa i can't do overhead squats after one class so i'm not going to do it anymore i mean that's it's <laughs> no, I the
0: only reason that with that we laugh a little bit is because the question is so common so I don't feel like that's.
3: oh no a- and i didn't mean to i hope i didn't make you feel like that it um but it's, some people don't think of it like that. We all know that we have to continually do weightlifting to get stronger. We have to continue to do CrossFit to get better at CrossFit. You have to continue to run to get better at running. But it's really funny to me that with yoga, people are just like, oh yeah, I can't do that, I'm done. We mm-hmm. have to continue to do it to get better. Yeah. So Danielle asked, she
1: said, sorry if I missed this, is the mobility template a good combo with running
3: and strength training schedule? absolutely so um i set this up so that it could be used in combination with something else there are some days where there are longer yoga sessions i've got some one hour yoga sessions in there and it may be hard for you to find a one hour session in there but i also have i um i have a recovery session that will help you after a um, strength training or a long run type of a day um i've got 30 minute sessions in there and then of course just the different 10 to 20 minutes of the mobility work with the bands or area specific um, yoga sessions that will, that will help that are a little shorter, but absolutely this is going to help Um, Ed talked about it. If you want to get stronger, Ed, I feel like you're quiet. The women are running you over. You're not even saying anything.
2: It's Um, not my specialty.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But um, if you want to, you know, get stronger, you need to work on, um, things that are going to help you with those range of motions. And so, yes, absolutely, it is um, really a good template to use in conjunction with whatever training you are already doing.
0: All right, super cool, guys. I think that's the end of the questions for now, and we're right at an hour, so we'll wrap it up. I want Amber to tell us what the prize is today and then tell us the lucky winner.
1: Yay! So, uh, the prize for today, drum roll. Yeah. You are going to get a package of balls. I know. <laughs> Yay! You are going to get your very own pack of lacrosse balls. So you are one lucky dog. The winner is Marilyn Case. Marilyn, hey. you planned ahead. Pack some food for your family reunion, kept your goals in mind, and are working on a better you. Super proud of you, buddy. And I'm going to send you to lacrosse balls. To
0: <laughs> <buddy>. Thank you. <laughs> and no jokes about winning balls, all right? We're <laughs>
1: oh <my God.
0: laughs> ah! yeah, all adults here. Um no, seriously, thank you for joining. Stay tuned next week because I think um, Dr. Brad is bringing his GoPro and hopefully we can bring you some good videos uh, while we are all together. So goodbye everybody.
3: Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks.
1: Yeah. Okay, bye bye guys. bye.